Hi there, you're listening to the First Baptist Church of Oregon City podcast. I'm Pastor John Witham. This bonus episode is the sermon from our Christmas Eve service on 24 December 2019. The text is 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Thank you for listening, and may the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Hear the word of the Lord from 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. We proclaim to you the only one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. If you spend any time on Facebook or social media in between, say, November and now, there's, there's people who, who, who share things that other people have created or, or, or they'll make posts and they'll, they'll say, I, I wish people Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays. Share if you agree. Or, or it's happy, it's, you know, don't be offended by happy holidays because there's so, many, there's so many holidays between now and Christmas. Like and share if you agree. And I'm a terrible person because I don't like and I don't share either of them. <laughs> What's the point in getting into this argument? Because to some degree... I don't get worked up about happy holidays, and I don't get it worked up about all different faiths having their holidays at this time of year. And let me tell you why. Because Jesus. We know in part, but we see through a mirror darkly. That was the text from Sunday, from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And sometimes we have these little things in our world that that give us just brief glimpses into deeper truth of what's going on behind the scenes. We see little flashes of what could be. We get little glimpses towards the deeper truth of God. I don't think it's any coincidence that at this time of year, there are so many celebrations and that all of the celebrations have to do with light because it's a dark time. And I don't just mean the, the, the discontent that, that sometimes swirls around humanity and grows greater at some points in history and is lesser at others. I mean, it's literally dark. It's, it's bloody dark by like four o'clock now. It's just, it's just terrible. I, 
You have to turn your headlights on at 345. I mean, it's, it makes for some beautiful sunsets, but at the same time, I guess that's the silver lining around the fact that there's, you know, 18 hours of darkness a day or something like that. My gosh. It doesn't surprise me that people want there to be some candles lit, that they want to be in a, in a place with people that they, they care about or people that they know and love and that they want to have some lights on and they want to, 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 have, to wear some sparkly outfits and, and just you know, generally celebrate the fact that they're all together. Because that's a glimpse at Jesus. That's a glimpse at the kingdom coming. It's a glimpse into the state of human longing. We long for Jesus. We long for the darkness to clear. Both that darkness outside the window, but we also long for the darkness in our world to clear out. And so we have light. And so we celebrate the light. And, and lots of people celebrate the light. Hanukkah is happening right now, which is eight nights and eight candles. And there's going to be, there's other celebrations of other faiths that have lights, and that's okay. Because they're just looking for Jesus. They're looking for light. God sent prophets and God sent people and, and, and tried through the ages to reach into our world and, and get his message across. That when it, when it all boiled down, when it all came down to the end of it, it wasn't about sacrifice. It wasn't about temple. It wasn't about any of the, the extravagant accoutrements that come a lot of times with religion, it was about loving God and loving other people the way that God does. But ultimately, there was only one way that message was ever going to get across. There was only one way that that message was ever going to break into the world of humanity. And that was through God coming as one of us. Now, God could have come as a trickster. The Greek listeners of the New Testament would have been very familiar with because the Greek gods would dress up as, as normal people and they would see if they would be accepted. And if they weren't, then they would get punished. And if they did, they would get rewarded. But that's not my God. And God could have come as a conquering king with a, with a sword, as we heard in the song of, Is, of the innkeeper, with a sword to deliver his people. And he could have cut a bloody swath through the Roman Empire and, and set his people free that way. But that's not my God. My God came screaming into the world, covering with all, covered with all sorts of goo and the stuff that you don't want to look at in that video in health class. <laughs> he came into the world vulnerable.
vulnerable. He came into the world gasping for air, grabbing for, for the, the, the arms of his mother or father or anyone who could help him. He came into the world not unlike one of us. And in that, that dark cave, that dark stable, there is our Savior, born into darkness. The light of the world in the darkness of a cave. And so when we gather on Christmas Eve, we gather in the darkness. And we gather in a world that's mired in darkness. But we gather to recognize the light. Because we can see the light here. And we know that this is the light of Christ, that this isn't the light of nostalgia or this isn't the light of sentimentality, that this is the light of the living God. We know that this light may be small now, but any light in the darkness shines bright. That's the light. That's my God. My Jesus was born as a baby to a woman who was cast out of her society because she had a baby that was not her husband's. And he had a, an earthly father who was a cast out of his society because his wife had clearly had a baby with another man. And what sort of king was this? Well, he was a king that was heralded by the mighty shepherds who shook the, the sheep stuff off of their feet and ran into Bethlehem. He turned the world upside down, but shined a light on us all so that we could find the way back home. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to light some lights. And over the past few weeks in church, we've been lighting lights. We started off by lighting the light of hope, the hope that this candle lights, the hope that, hooray, <laughs> the hope that Christ has come once, but that Christ is coming again. And we lit the candle of joy, joy in knowing that underneath all of our earthly problems, Christ reigns. And we lit the candle of peace, knowing that God sent us the Prince of Peace in Jesus, and that when we live out the ways of peace, we live out the ways of God. And we lit the candle of love, knowing that God's love was born that night in Bethlehem. But now, finally, at long last, after weeks of waiting, we get to light the Christ candle. Because just like that cold night so many years ago, we get to say that Christ is born, 
Christ is alive and Christ is coming again.